In a recent UNICEF report, Canada ranked in the bottom half of the world's richest countries in overall child well-being and child equality. Experts say that a lack of access to healthcare and inadequate support for parents are reasons why Canada lags behind. Dr. Dennis Daneman from the Hospital of Sick Children in Toronto says that when it comes to the welfare of children, not everyone is on an equal playing field. So we, we know that the further north you are in a place like Ontario, the, the sparser is, is health care. And the further you have to go, and the, the less likely access do you have. So, so we need to try and make sure that all kids get, get adequate health care, physician care, preventive care, public health, etc. These discrepancies in access to health care are bigger problems in specific high-risk populations. Certainly, refugees, immigrants, Aboriginal populations are at risk. We assume kids are, are okay. We don't see the starvation of Somalia or Ethiopia. We, we, we don't see the, the disadvantaged kids of Canada. And yet, yet we're not f- functioning that, that fantastically. Dr. Daneman says that there needs to be an emphasis on targeting social determinants of health which are less obvious and visible risk factors. Income, poverty, food security, shelter security, clean water, fresh food, um, freedom from abuse and, and, and neglect and, and, and war, etc. So th- those are very important and we need to take those into account. Part of the solution is ensuring that there are enough doctors for those who need it the most in the areas where healthcare is sparse. You want to be sure that they have access to at least the primary levels of care in their community. And we're short on family doctors, we're short on primary care pediatricians who can take care of the first line. Uh, Because we're short of those people, we end up being short on on the things that are preventive care. Professor Nicole Letourneau from the University of Calgary is an expert in children's health and development. She says that in addition to the lack of healthcare resources, there must also be appropriate social support systems in place for families. Not widespread knowledge. There's not enough supports for people that are in the risk groups. You know, around not just like things like housing and food security, but relationship quality. Because relationship quality actually is one of the biggest predictors of children's development, and uh, the the way in which poverty or food insecurity seems to affect children's development is through the parenting quality. Because kids might not they don't experience the stress of homelessness except through their parent. She says that the key is to invest in support systems that not only improve access to childcare, but also provide high-quality care. So the programs that exist are targeted to you know, certain risk groups, and in some areas they don't even get that kind of parent-child interaction guidance. And um, I think parents are under a lot of strain when it comes to working and finding care for their kids. The care might not be very good quality because it's different all across the nation, and you might not be able to afford the best quality care. I think that they just we need to really understand that childbearing families need a lot more support than they're getting. But just handing over, you know, cash. You know, remember a few years ago there was this debate between childcare versus handing over cash to parents. Well, handing over cash to parents when they have children for their childcare does nothing to address the issues of quality care. We need we don't have adequate quality care for kids in Canada. There especially needs to be emphasis on parent-child relationship quality during early years. Because society doesn't fully appreciate how crucially important those first years are and the parent-infant relationship, how important that is. And it's not just quality time, it's quantity of quality time. Caregivers who are there, who are not uh, preoccupied by work. Professor Letourneau believes there also needs to be a shift to a larger scope for dealing with the issue. I see family physicians as more for those acute illnesses. I mean, some family physicians are great at providing prevention guidance and stuff like that. 
but uh, that's not mostly their role. So I see it as sort of broader. I think it's broader social and community support for childbearing families, uh, a cultural kind of appreciation for the value of childbearing and how families should be supported. So we don't really support childbearing families as much as other cultures do, where they have better developmental scores. She says that there may be looming consequences if Canada fails to address this problem. But I think our relationship outcomes with parents, and that's shown in the UNICEF report, kids that they don't have good relationships with their parents, that comes from that early, those early years, that foundation is not being established. And we're seeing, you know, we're seeing the struggles that kids speak about in adolescence in the UNICEF report. And I think we're going to see problems down the road, because when you have poor relationship quality, you end up with mental health problems down the road. So you might have good educational outcomes, but we're going to pay for it in mental health outcomes down the road. It's all really simple stuff. You know, like nothing's rocket science about this. That's why it's, but it's some reason it's so easy to overlook, you know. Parents just need to have more time and feel supported that the time they spend with their children is time well spent. For Evidence Network, this is Dane Wanyarachiga.